International Poznań. Cześć Poznań, Piotrze z International Poznań. I'd like to apologize for my voice, but I'm a little bit sick. Chciałbym przeprosić trochę za mój głos, ale jestem chory. Ale mam nadzieję, że będziemy się dobrze słyszeć na falach MC Radio, jak zawsze w niedzielę. International Poznań. A dzisiaj rozmawiamy o Maroko. Today we're talking about Morocco, a wonderful country in the northwest of Africa. Wspaniały kraj w północnej części na zachodzie Afryki, ze stolicą w Rabacie, ale oczywiście największym miastem jest sławna z filmu San Fajem Bogartem Casablanca. So um, Casablanca Rabat probably the two most famous uh, cities. Um, 36 million people approximately live in Morocco. 36 million ludzi mieszka w Maroko. Ale żeby porozmawiać o tym wspaniałym kraju, to talk about this wonderful country. I've got two Moroccans with me. And this is Hamza and Zaid. Hi guys. Salam. Salam alaikum. Exactly. So this, this, this means in Arabic hello, right? Yes. I think in the whole Arabic word you can hear that um, uh, uh, phrase. Peace be upon you, more precisely. Peace be upon you. Yeah. Pokój z tobą. Peace be upon you. Salam alaikum. Um, guys, thank you very much for, for joining me in the studio. Um, I hope today we will show Morocco as a beautiful country to, to our listeners. And maybe some of them will um, go to Morocco and see it um, themselves. So that's the aim as well. What's your relationship between um, you and Poznań, let's say? What brought you here? And I'd like to know a little bit of the details. So I, uh, it's, it's been three years and a half that I've been living here and I'm studying automatic control and robotics. I'm graduating pretty soon. And uh, Politechnika Poznańska. That's right. And my story, the, how I ended up in Poznań, uh, in Poznań is actually similar to, to the one uh, uh, that Hamza lived. And I, I'm basically here by chance as well. Okay, so you so had to study somewhere. I had <laughs> to study somewhere after finishing my high school. And I was looking for something related with robotics. And Poznan was the perfect choice for me back in that time. And it was also, it was pre also pretty interesting. as it, For me, it looked like an exotic country. So it made it, it more It is kind of exotic sometimes. I feel, I feel like this too, right? A completely different landscape, uh, different weather, right? So By European standards, it's very exotic, yes. <laughs> true, 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 true. Okay, guys, um, so um, what do you like most about Poland? We're going to talk about uh, negative things as well a little bit. Um, but what do you like about Poland so far? You've been here for quite some time. Why is that? You've been here longer than I have, so go ahead. So what I like about Poznan is mostly the green spaces that you have in here. Okay. Uh, for example, you have many parks everywhere. Yeah, I like the creativity of Polish people, as I found Polish people very creative when it comes pretty much to every field. True, uh, true. We should definitely, you know, uh, repeat what you've said to a lot <laughs> of people, right? So they could um, believe in themselves. Uh, okay, so creativity, creativeness, and and zelone uh, przestrzenie, green spaces. And I guess the the basic reason that it's also cheap, so you can afford more stuff. It is than... relatively cheap, right? In comparison with other European countries, it is quite cheap in Poland. It's so tiny for Poland Okay, um, Hamza. Uh, yeah, just to capitalize on what he just said. Um, I mean, going back to 
the reason it's cheap and I believe to be very artistic place. Uh, mm. I think it's just one of the best places to be a student in, in Europe. Absolutely, absolutely. Poznan is a student city also. Oh, yes. One, uh, I think it's a, it's a quarter of the population that are students, right? It's yeah. crazy. And you, f- you feel it and you see that. Um, Especially in the summer where, where <laughs> our students are gone. Yeah, and then you yeah. feel like something is missing. Poznan has a tendency to turn into a ghost town around the it holidays. Is, it and is true. <laughs> no, we don't have so many tourists to replace the students, no. right? So you feel like it's a little bit like a ghost town. Takie miasto wymarłe, jak nie ma studentów w Poznaniu latem. That's part of the charm. And true. Uh, and that's it. It's a very charming city. Uh, you feel the place is really alive. You feel attached to not just you know uh, people, but the place, the environment surrounding you as well. Okay, okay. So the, that sense of, of uh, attachment. Okay, sense of belonging to the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is there anything that you dislike about Poznań, which is also important, right? Because you cannot only talk about yes. amazing things, beautiful things, um, but also. You know, are there any um, downsides of Poznan? Yeah, I I do feel personally that sometimes Poznan feels way too small. Way too small. Especially, right. especially if uh, you're part of an international community of international students. That's true. That's true. That's true. Eventually, you keep running into the same people, and it feels like everyone knows everybody. Of course, and there's one street for nightlife, or Tosca Street, yes. right? And then you, and when you're there. Kind of yes. You can't just you know sneak through it. You will be <coughs> no, stopped no. somewhere along the way by someone. Not very anonymous. <laughs> no. anonymous. For example, in London or in Berlin, or I guess in in, in the largest city in Morocco, uh, Casablanca, you're quite anonymous. Yes. Uh, but in Poznan, okay, that's that's an interesting view. Um, uh, Zaid. And uh, the the thing that I feel like it's missing in here is actually the. Events to do during the during the night rather than going to bars and pubs, and mm-hmm. I guess that so far that's the only thing that really bothers me. The rest is so you mean um, events and cultural activities for foreigners exactly for foreigners in English, right? Um, in English at the at the beginning, yeah, in English, but and after later, a while, when you when you learn Polish, I guess it doesn't become a, a problem. Right? That's, that's a challenge, right. but also that's a way to to get to know and learn Polish, right? For oh, yeah. all those events, cultural. Uh, offers, yeah, that's true. That's true. I think always there there could be more, and um, and I think the more um, international people uh, we will have, the more activities like that yeah. we'll have eventually. Hopefully, Phil, we plan. must thank you for your contribution to that. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. And since I moved here, you've been uh, on the international landscape. Let's say that's true. That's true. That's true. It's, it's been a pleasure. Job. It's been a pleasure yeah. having you guys here in Poznan. No, I think the aim of all those activities that I've been doing, I don't know, Max has been doing, a lot of other people here in Poznan, is for all those international people coming here, you guys, to feel welcome, and and as a part of the community, and and hopefully, uh, it is working for now. Okay, guys. So I've got a um, a Moroccan French song, Manal Slay. Um, so Manal probably um, you know that Manal is a um, Moroccan urban singer and a songwriter originally from Marrakesh, and she, she's pretty good. I, I've listened to to a few of her songs, and she's got a pretty good vibe. So so I hope our listeners will like her, um, and we'll hear each other after the break. And we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Morocco and what you um, guys miss about this country. Uh, Maybe what should we have in Poland? 
we talked about um, what you liked and disliked about Poznań. But now I'd like to uh, ask you, what do you miss most about, uh, you know, your um, home, Morocco? Do you sometimes get homesick? Czy czasem tęsknicie za swoim krajem, za swoją ojczyzną? I mean, for me, for sure you get homesick at one point, even though you believe that you're not homesick. But at one point you just feel like that you miss your country, you miss your culture. You miss everything what you had before and you kind of lost when you when you moved out. Uh, so for sure you get you get homesick at one point. Yeah. Of when course. There are certainly many elements where you're not as comfortable here as you would be back home. Um, I don't personally feel homesick, at least not excessively so. Okay, so just from time um, to time you have that yes. feeling, oh, it would be nice to be Oh yes, definitely. Uh, there are like small but overall insignificant elements that you miss, definitely, Czyli and wish you had here. But całościowo są nieznaczące elementy, gdzie chcielibyśmy być z powrotem w Maroko. Okay? Yes. Um, so what is, the, what is one thing that you really miss about your, your country? Maybe not very often, for example, but you know, there's something that you would like to have here in Poznań, Poland. Um, well, again, to go back to the insignificant things that you okay. do miss a lot. Yes, Minty, that's true. That's true. Very, very particular, right, for this region. Minty, and it's quite sweet, isn't it? It's extremely sweet, yes. It's part of the charm, but... Uh, it's part of the charm. Maybe don't tell your doctor... Of course, but you know, uh, but do you, do you drink a lot of that tea during the day? Like I don't know, do you drink like five, six cups? So I guess we can drink unlimited the number <laughs> of tea. amounts of tea. So, uh, yeah. so we usually drink it in uh, in the morning as a, okay. a, as part of the breakfast, and right after that we can even share another cup of tea. And uh, for sure, after lunch, and uh, it's kind of Just all day long. All day long, basically. All day long. I guess it's. Uh, do you eat it with food, like with spicy food as well? No, we, we're not really that big on. Not especially, but we usually uh, eat with. Uh, we eat. We eat some sweets when it's, uh, while drinking mm. tea. Of course, Moroccan so. sweets. Moroccan sweets. Any occasion is a good occasion to drink Moroccan tea. If you have guests, if okay. you don't, you also drink it. And it's also a way to in, uh, socialize with people. It's ah. our, it's our way to socialize with people. For example, when you invite someone for uh, to drink tea, uh, you will have some moment, some some time to speak and exchange ideas. Yeah. So that's also our way to interact with people. Yes. In lieu of going to the pub and drink alcohol, I guess tea is the. Yeah, equivalent of that. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We will probably have have beer, but you know, I think it it, it, it depends. But you know, the, it, it's amazing that you can get this tea anywhere you go, right? And this is a, such a big part of the culture. Um, so, is are there any other differences? Like, if you think about daily life in Poznan and daily life back in Morocco, what are the major differences that you kind of feel? So the first thing that comes to my mind is the actual interaction when it comes to people. Okay. In, in here, in Poznan, and that's my personal feeling, I feel like that everybody is concentrated on what the person is doing and uh, all the objectives that have uh, that have to be achieved during the day. But in Morocco, you feel like that you can in, you can just uh, get stopped by anyone at any point and just have a talk. 
uh, it, uh, just socialize out of. Okay, I see. So, so the pace is faster in uh, Morocco. The tempo is shipsha uh, in Morocco. Oh, sorry, the the pace Slower. is faster in Poznan, and in Morocco you can you know you can kind of relax a little bit more. It's a lot more true? chill, yes. Yeah? I mean, typical Mediterranean fashion, I believe. It's, uh, Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a mixture, right? So because some part of the of, of Morocco is uh, is uh, at the Mediterranean Sea and some part yes. is at the uh, Atlantic, Atlantic Ocean. Yeah? Yes, so. but I wouldn't say we have an, like, an Atlantic culture. Okay. Uh, it's, it's very much Mediterranean, Mediterranean right? Yes, but, yeah. well, I think Morocco um, has been influenced by so many uh, mm-hmm. different cultures. Over the, sure. the centuries, right? So, and so that's, that's what makes the beauty of the the, the country. Exactly, yeah. because and it's, it's uh, reflected in the language. Even we have a, it's a mix of um, Berber, which is the native language there, Arabic, French, Spanish, you name it. Exactly, um, because it was it was for some time it was um, the Spanish territory, for some time it was the French territory, correct? Yeah, it was both at the same time. The, both at the same northern time. and southern part of the Sahara were occupied by Spain and everything else was uh, French territory. Yes. Okay. And right now you can even find some leftovers as we still have two Spanish cities right now in Morocco. Okay, yeah. okay. You okay. don't have to actually cross the Mediterranean Sea to go to Spain if you are in Morocco, you can... Uh, go to one of these Spanish enclaves okay. uh, and just walk there. So, do you think it's, the, it's that diversity, that you miss uh, here in Poznan? Because I guess Poznan is not such a diverse city. It's more like kind of unified, isn't it? And Morocco is maybe more like influenced by other culture. Would you agree with that statement? Uh, would you? I would agree. Hmm. I would say that uh, the diversity is what I miss. And that in Morocco, the diversity is something uh, that that reunites people as you can walk past down the street and see someone who's black, someone who has a white skin, someone who who has a mix of these two colors. And uh, that's that's what makes the country beautiful. Uh-huh. Exactly. Okay. It's, it's kind of African, kind of European, kind of Arabic, right? It's all like a, it's, it's, it's a mixture of of, of many cultures, uh, many influences. So it's mixed yellow, yellow culture, yellow influences. Okay, guys, we're gonna talk more about Morocco uh, after the next uh, song, um, and this will be a Romanian song as well. Um, uh, so we're gonna go to Romania for a moment, and the name of the band is Carla's Dreams, uh, Eroina Sablemea, which means under uh, my skin, uh, in Romanian. Let's listen to that, and after after the tune, zaraz po piosence, we're gonna talk about um, uh, ways of getting to Morocco and how to get around the country and possibly what to see there. Piotr Schultz, International Poznań. Dzisiaj rozmawiamy o Maroko. Today we're talking about Morocco, a wonderful country in Africa with many, many different influences um, of the Arabic world, of Africa, the continent, of Spain, um, France, um, with a very diverse culture. Czy kraj z różnymi wpływami, z bardzo zróżnicowaną kulturą. Uh, a w studiu dzisiaj mam uh, Hamze i Zaida. Thank you very much, guys, for being with me. Thank you. And thank you for appreciating my voice today, <laughs> uh, which is very special, so you're lucky. I don't sound like this on a daily basis, <laughs> so today is a special day. Um, hopefully, tomorrow will be better. Um, okay, guys, so a few um, practical tips. Hmm. How to get to Morocco? From Poland? Yes, obviously, walk in. 
probably not the best idea. <laughs> no. Driving the car to Morocco, not the best idea. So I guess uh, some kind of plane connect, plane connection, right? Yes. And I guess that between me and Hamza, I'm the one who comes back more often to yes. Morocco. Okay. I've only attempted that once. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> and I've been there many, many times. Uh, so lately I've discovered a new connection and it's between Warsaw and Marrakesh. And that's probably the best way to get there as it's cheap and it's uh, a direct flight. Okay, that's pretty cool. Also Berlin, right? That's quite common mm. because yeah. you have flight to Agadir and, and Marrakesh. That's right, yeah. And I guess that's the best way to do that. If not, if not Warsaw, there is another possibility to go from Poznan to Eindhoven, and right after that, from the Eindhoven, Eindhoven to some other cities in Morocco, okay. as so for example, the Netherlands. Okay, yeah, that's exactly right. I know that there are very cheap connections to Eindhoven, yes. yeah. So, so this is very useful. You can fly to many other, many other destinations. And my own connection to Marrakech as well was from Krakow, um, so that might be worth exploring as well. Of course, so you can go to Krakow for a, for a night, you know, yeah. and then stay in the city. And then to go to, so okay, so is Marrakesh the best city to start our um, trip in Marrakesh? I mean, it's uh, one of the most major destinations in Morocco, certainly, and it certainly feels very Moroccan if that's where you're looking to explore. Exactly. In terms of, I heard um, about the bazaar, the major bazaar yeah. in the city center, right? That's very particular for for Marrakesh and you can buy there anything. Oh yeah, Jamelfla. Yeah. It's called Jamelfla and before the, uh, the name is basically a mosque and the name of the mosque and that's what Jamelfla means. Okay, of the mosque, right? Of the yeah. mosque there. Okay, yeah. well, um, uh, so I heard that you can go there. A question uh, from one of our listeners. Can you bargain? Can you negotiate <laughs> prices in uh, Marrakesh, for example, at the, at the market? You should. I mean, you it's should. an art form. It's an art um, form. It's okay. way easier to get away with it if you're a local or if you look like a local. Of course. Well, speaking um, Arabic, I guess, would help. Definitely, yes. Mówienie po arabsku na pewno pomoże, jeśli się targujemy na bazarze w Marrakeszu. But we can do that in English as well, right? You can do that in English as well. And you really have to be uh, careful when it comes to buying stuff as the, 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 the seller is trying to make the price way higher. For example, it can go from literally 50 euros uh, to up uh, back to 20 euros or even okay. 10 euros. So you of have course, to so you have to have some kind of general idea how much mm. it may yeah. cost, right? Yeah. So do your maybe, research. It's, maybe uh, doing some research, right? It might be, might be a good idea before, yeah. before purchasing, right? And this applies to everything. I mean, even uh, uh, taxi fares, you can bargain with that and you have to be careful that they don't charge you too right. much. So a question, but don't they have a meter in taxis? So they have a meter, but in Marrakesh, since it's the most touristic place, they are not uh, starting the meter. Okay. And that's the problem in Marrakesh. Okay. However, outside Which is of kind of illegal, isn't it? It's illegal. Yeah. However, okay. in Marrakesh, uh, everybody is using a meter, so outside of Marrakesh, it's fine. What should be our next destination and how to get there? Well, um, the great thing is um, Morocco is now the most visited country on the African continent in amazing, recent years. Amazing, yes. right? So, obviously, there's a lot of investment going into the infrastructure. Okay, so infrastructure, okay. We do have a rather developed infrastructure uh, connecting the major touristic cities in any case. So, in terms of highways, it's always a very good idea to rent a car. You can just get easily from major destination to major Almost destination. Anyway. Yes, okay. driving. Train connections are also good. Train connections and also bus connections. Yeah. And now we have the, I think it was the first uh, fast train in Africa as well for last year. Yes. The that's, TGV. That's so. right. TGV, okay. So yeah. the, the, okay, wow. So like, like in France. Yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the route? 
Jaki, jaki to jest kierunek? Uh, so there is one route right now and it's from Rabat, the capital, to Tangier. And that's the only route so far. Okay, okay. It's a very recent development. So it really depends, you know, probably if you're a solo traveler, it's it's worth going by public transportation, but if there are three, four people, right, maybe renting a car? Renting a car is a great idea, yeah. especially if you want to visit the, the surroundings of, for example, mm-hmm. Marrakesh, and that's where the actual beauty of Marrakesh resides. Okay. Well... Another question that probably some of our listeners uh, would ask, how are um, uh, drivers in, uh, what are drivers like in, in Morocco? Because in some countries, you know, it's not that easy to drive. Oh, yeah. And I guess it's in Morocco, it's the same case. The, yeah. the, the Driving in Morocco is kind of crazy in there. It's special. It's special. It's it's very special. The, local, the local habits, right? And um, how to get around, uh, get away with some murder on the street. I mean, uh, like, yeah. yeah. You certainly need a lot of patience, that's for sure. If okay. you're an impatient uh, person, don't get behind the wheel in Morocco. You'll end up hurting Both yourself and okay, someone else okay. probably. Trzeba być cierpliwym, bo inaczej to, to można się trochę zderwować na ulicach Maroko. Uh, but I think you can get used to that after what, two or three days, yeah? Uh, maybe not two or three days, <laughs> but uh, maybe after a month, yeah. After a month. Okay, after a month. Mm. Depends, I mean, maybe you're a crazy driver too, then you'll fit in perfectly. Right, I mean, we do like... have some crazy drivers in Poznan, right? So, so, so definitely I think they could relate to that in, in Morocco. Yeah. Um, Okay, um, is there more to visit in the in the north or in the south of, of Morocco? Because this is a pretty big country, right? So mm. if we have just a few days, do we should we should we go more to the north, to the south? I would say to the north, as you have more diversity in there. Uh, for example, if you go to the north, you can visit way many, way more count, uh, sorry cities than just going to the south. As in the south, you only have the desert mm. and Marrakesh. Uh, right, uh, while in the north you have uh, many many cities as Shfshawen uh, that is called the blue city, Fas that is the the oldest city in Morocco, where you can find the the oldest university in the world. Uh, so I would rather mm. recommend people to visit the north. I mean, it really that's very true, but ultimately it depends on what you'd like to see. Okay. Morocco offers a wide range of you know, exactly. attractions. So if you're more into, like, we have everything in Morocco from snowy mountain tops to to the desert. So if you're more into nature, exactly. I think go more to the towards the south. If you because the north is more developed. So if you want more big cities, historical places, then go to the north. Uh, landscapes more well, south. We can even go, but we can even go skiing, right? In oh Morocco. yeah. There are the Atlas Mountains, right? Yeah. And also I found on the internet that there's the Atlas um, uh, Film Studios mm. um, in, in Morocco where um, many famous films um, were um, uh, created, were filmed, including um, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, Gladiator. Um, so so that's, uh, that's pretty cool as well. That Even the film industry is pretty big in Morocco. Yes. Actually, every uh, major Hollywood production that's shot in a desert or in Egypt is actually in Morocco. Yeah, well, thanks to the good infrastructure as well, yeah, that's being developed now. Czyli dzięki tej infrastrukturze w Maroko dużo filmów jest tam kręconych, nawet hollywoodzkich, oczywiście. And another interesting fact that the movie Casablanca, right, um, was not filmed in Morocco. It was entirely filmed in the United States, in California. Um, But the movie is great. Do you like the movie, by the way? I w- I've never have watched it. 
<laughs> I was never interested in that movie. It's as a classic. It's yeah. a classic black and white movie. Um, it's older than my grandparents, but you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty good production. But a little bit cliche, troszkę yes. kiczowate. But I you just know. think Moroc- uh, people shouldn't like build their idea on Morocco based on that movie. It doesn't really bear I any relevance. I would, I would say the same thing. Right? Yeah. This is very stereotypical, and um, obviously it's from the American, let's say, perspective. And and uh, I think Morocco is just Morocco is just used there as the as the background. Yes. Let's say it's not really like um, penetrated as a culture. Okay, ways of getting around. Uh, The Country, rozmawialiśmy właśnie o sposobach poruszania się po mieście i po całym kraju i o dość trudnym sposobie jeżdżenia samochodem, about difficult ways of driving a a car. However, it's still probably the best option to visit the country if you don't have too much time. And we have a driving license, obviously. Okay, guys, so what time of the year is best to visit Morocco? Probably July is not the best time, is it? July is not the best time if you are not used to ho- uh, to a hot uh, I guess weather. if you're Polish, you're not used to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think that the best time is around December, uh, December, January, as the as there are not many tourists in there. Okay. Um, maybe not as many as during the summer, and uh, the weather is also pleasant. Let's say, very, very pleasant. Uh, very pleasant, and. Uh, And there are many, many events during the during this period, where, as you have Christmas, as you have New Year's Eve, and uh, and yeah, I would say December, okay. January. Okay, okay, um, but uh, it can actually get quite cold, right, in some parts of Morocco. Yes. So it's not always very, very hot and pleasant. No, I suppose you don't want to go to the mountains in January. That would be yeah, that would be quite cold, and you can ideal. even go skiing, right, over oh, there. Yeah. There's some snow cover. Yeah, if you want to well. ski in Africa, then Morocco is the place to go, I guess. Of course, of course. It's amazing, right? You know, ski in Morocco. Uh, that, that would be amazing. But do be careful about the heat, though. I, I, I myself, uh, towards, like, throughout the years, have seen many tourists uh, faint because of the heat strokes. And, of course. Which of is course. something people like, they think, oh, it's the warm country and it's sunny and it's beautiful, yes. But you have to take precautions. Trzeba środki bezpieczeństwa brać jak zawsze. Sun cream, right? It's important. You need to you need to have it all the time with you. Stay hydrated. Yes, stay hydrated. Trzeba być nawodnionym. And just you know, common sense, right? So wherever you go, it's a country in Africa, obviously, quite hot, and we should we should not forget about that. Okay. So, um, other places to see. Um, uh, Rabat? Rabat, uh, Shifshawen, that is the blue city, as I mentioned the earlier. Blue city, amazing, right? I've seen, I've seen some pictures. Yes. It's very Instagram-friendly, we could say. It's very Instagramie. It really is. Uh, it used to be rather underrated uh, before. Not many people went there. Like they, usually, they would go to Marrakesh, the big city. Because it's quite far away from anywhere, yes. isn't it? And it's on a kind of on a mountainous region, on a hill. Uh, but because of Instagram, it shot up to popularity because like, it's Amazing. really beautiful. Seen a lot of popularity Amazing, on Instagram. Right? It yeah. really is beautiful. Um, the best time to visit, to, obviously, would be a uh, time when it's not so crowded with tourists because exactly. you still want Because then you have tourists in the oh, yeah. pictures, right? So that's <laughs> like, not something you want to do. You want to enjoy the charm and authenticity of the place. So, But it's beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful places we have. 
we we have as well the capital that is usually not recommended as mm. a touristic city, but I would personally recommend it as it's very calm. You have the sea, you have a lot of uh, a lot of places to visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Exactly, and uh, funny thing, I'm, I'm I'm sure you know what Rabat means in uh, Polish. Yeah, a discount, right? A discount. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, this is this is kind of a funny a funny thing in Poland that uh, I I've saw I've seen a meme on the internet that uh, uh, there's a there's a low notice in a in a shop. Uh, Rabat to jest stolica Morocco. So Rabat is the capital city of uh, Morocco, not what we have here in the shop. <laughs> yes, I kind of. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. Um, so they really Morocco are creative. Also appears, eh? Morocco also appears in in our daily life yeah. as well. We could say. So mm. Rabat is definitely uh, it's pretty standard. It's just regular big capital city, but uh, it's good if, like he said, you want to chill or there's certainly a lot of cultural activities going on there. So absolutely, absolutely. Um, right after that, you have those uh, city uh, cities next to the sea. Agadir. Agadir, for example, you have other cities like. That one, uh, and some less popular cities as Martil, and that's where actually locals go in the summer. And uh, you have in our region Saidia, Saidia. Yeah, I mentioned Uh, that earlier. Sure. Is there anything to avoid in uh, Morocco? Any places, for example, any kind of uh, warnings that you would have for uh, uh, for for uh, listeners? From what I know, like uh, I found that on the internet, I guess never been to Morocco. Mm. Public displays of affection between a male and a female, such as kissing, is not considered appropriate and should be avoided. Czyli całowanie w ustaw w miejscach publicznych mężczyzna i kobieta okazywanie sobie uczuć zbyt bardzo nie jest najlepszym sposobem na spędzanie czasu. Is, is that true that you know it's it's, yes. it's better to avoid that because you will be frowned mm. upon. Będziemy trochę będziemy mieli takie spojrzenia dziwne wokół nas. Yeah. Do keep in mind that Morocco remains a rather conservative uh, country, very conservative by European standards anyway. So uh, again, just practice common sense. Um, pu- like overt public displays of affection should be avoided. Okay. Um, we talked about that earlier, but it, it might be um, strange for some people to see that in Morocco, which is a conservative ca- country, it's very normal sometimes for two men to be holding hands in public. Okay. But that's a ter- that's a show of affection, like brotherly friendship, affection, right? yeah. friendship, friendship. friendship. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think it's typical for many um, uh, Arabic Muslim countries, right? That that you can you can see that. So so it's. It's a part of the culture. Uh, it's it's a part of the culture as well. And also, we mentioned before the uh, uh, before the break um, about uh, the liver as a as a as the sign of love in um, Morocco. Why is that? That's quite surprising, right? That it's not uh, that it's not uh, the heart is the liver. In Poland, a uh, uh, good liver is a sign of good drinking abilities. Czy w Polsce wątroba to raczej, raczej jest uh, znak dobrych zdolności do picia chyba, niestety. Uh, a, a w Maroko to jest znak miłości. Um, a healthy liver aids digestion and promotes well-being. If a bride says you have captured my liver, it means she found her love. Czyli jeśli panna młoda powie ty, Eee, eee, jakby masz moją wątrobę, to znaczy, że ona znalazła 
uh, Miwash. So that's that's, that's mm-hmm. quite amazing, right? And that's something probably you, you guys don't really pay attention no, to because this true. is just like a, a part of your your tradition. But never questioned it. It's very natural for, for us just yeah. to use the liver rather than the heart. I think the most common uh, uh, nickname for someone you like or love would be my liver. My liver. My liver. My liver. Yeah. I think I can say that to my girlfriend now. She will uh, love that. She will love I that. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Just to, make a small introduction I before. I need to explain the context of the of the conversation. Ale moja wątroba. Tak, to jest to jest ciekawe. Pozdrawiam moją dziewczynę Ole. International Poznań, Piotr Szulc. Ostatnia część programu um, International Poznań, Antenie MC, Radia. Co możemy wypić, co możemy zjeść w Maroko? To jest to, o czym będziemy rozmawiać z moimi gośćmi. A są to uh, Hamza i Zaid. Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum, salam. Thank you very much for uh, being here with me in the studio and sharing this knowledge of Morocco with our listeners. Uh, it's my pleasure. I'm sure it's the pleasure of our listeners. My question is what to drink and what to eat in Morocco. I've never been to Morocco. I'm going there. I'm in Marrakesh, for example. Mm-hmm. What should I eat? Let's start with eating. Okay. We have a very diverse menu, let's say. Yes. Uh, it depends on what, what you like, either salty or uh, sweet stuff. We uh, mix there sometimes. <laughs> or mix, <laughs> exactly. And uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, Bastella. Mm. Bastella. Bastella. That's a perfect and example of uh, sweet and salty. Sweet and salty. salty. Nice. Yes. It's it's made of chicken uh, and it's sweet and salty. It's very specific. Some people might like it, some people might not, but it's how that's the perfect definition of the Moroccan cuisine. And then right after that, you have a lot of uh, uh, a lot of bread filled with uh, with meat mostly. Uh, What kind of bread is it? Flat bread. We have flat, ble- flat bread. We have. Uh, you shouldn't think of the typical uh, Middle Eastern flat bread I, like uh, they have Lebanese. We have a different kind. It's not so flat. It's not so um, flat. Not no, like we, we, even in Morocco, like we have different sorts of breads, but uh, don't expect the typical flat bread that a lot of people know. Uh, okay, you know, okay. So, so the bread definitely different. something we should we should try. One um, example would be milui. Mm. Milui. Oh yeah, that's that's flat but very greasy in comparison to exactly. the other one. Mm, uh, okay, oh yeah, nice. We eat that for uh, breakfast, breakfast typically. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, some of the more like, staples of Moroccan cuisine, you have the tagine. Obviously, you know, it's, uh, it can be anything, you know, vegetables or mix of meat and vegetables um, cooked in a typical traditional uh, clay. Clay pot, gliniana, gliniana naczynia. Okay, yeah. wow. So this is, this is kind of good. Uh, is there a lot of spicy food? We we don't eat that spicy. Mm-hmm. However, however, you can find some dis- uh, some dishes that are spicy, but it's not the, 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 the it's not what we actually like. We we are more like sweet and salty people, rather than uh, uh, spicy. Okay, yeah. okay. Spicy cool. is always optional. Spicy is always optional. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and obviously, if you want to drink something, is the the mint tea that we described in the yes, at the beginning the, of the show. That's a drink of choice. And when it comes to more exotic dishes, if you're feeling adventurous, then okay. a favorite of mine, I feel like I have to mention, is uh, what you call babouche, babouche, which is a <laughs> sort of um, how to put it gently. It's a, it's a sort of snail soup. 
That's that's that's, yeah. that's crazy. That's so you crazy. eat the snails and then you drink the broth, and so it's really good. So you would recommend good. street food as well in, in mm. Morocco. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially yeah. if you go to uh, like Marrakesh. We mentioned earlier this big uh, square, bazaar, yeah, the bazaar. big square. Yeah, um, yeah. As part of the street food, I should also mention, and I feel obliged to to mention uh, harsha. Harsha is basically a type of uh, also a type bread? of bread. Yeah, that uh, where. Uh, you have uh, where you can spread for example cheese on the top or some honey and it's also considered as street food yeah wow. it has a very rough texture that's where the name harsha comes from okay. harsha means rough yes yeah rough. exactly okay guys so much so much to visit i think we will post some some links on our fan page um, international post night uh, and you can find the vocabulary so what we've just said Um, there will be on Facebook um, prepared by our um, English specialist Anishka Link and all of the vocabulary, important vocabulary from the show. Thank you very much, guys. It's Thank been a pleasure. And I, I'm, I'm going to Morocco now, <laughs> literally. And uh, thanks to your uh, introduction. Thank you za the wstęp do Morocco. And now we know more. Hamza and Zaid, thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Pleasure. My brothers, for the next time, we'll see you with Maxim Krukiem. I'm Piotr Schultz. It was International Poznań. Do usłyszenia.